Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 110 of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my forever faithful co-host. <laughs> uh, forever here, Craig, every week, except for the ones when I'm not. Yeah, it's the same thing with me. When we're not yep. here, it's usually someone else. But, you know, it's, it's always us, always us two at the end of the day. You know what else is always here? The news. Yes. <laughs> we have. Served so first up. off, yeah, and I, I spiked it down. Yep. That's what that was. That was a yep. nice volleyball play there. You get that from 100 or so podcasts. Exactly. That, that communication just comes in. Yep. Just through the computer screen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, we'll start with the biggest news of the, uh, of the week, which is probably Bethesda delaying Starfield and Redfall until 2023. Boy, does this suck for Xbox. Um, Just as like a little bit of what's going on is Stalker 2 that was supposed to come out at the end of April also got delayed. But for other reasons, I should say. Yep. Uh, So after looking at it, here are Xbox's exclusive games for the holiday season. Slime Rancher 2, Mm -hmm. maybe Stalker and everyone's favorite game, Scorn. Yes. There's there's also another one that is part of my news, so I'll leave it be for the time being. But this sucks. (laughs) I wasn't like super hyped for Starfield, but it sucks for everybody. Well, yeah, like I would say that I was I I was excited for Starfield, especially considering it's supposed to be this almost. Elder Scrolls Mass Effect space game type of way, you know, I loved Mass Effect and Elder Scrolls, while the amount of like stuff kind of overwhelms me like uh and like over sensory overload in in elder scrolls i do like what the game does well and you know that it has fun combat i had a, i was excited for starfield because after fallout 76 you would think they'd want to start off on the right note and they probably try, are trying to considering that they delayed um d- delayed these two games by 2023 and I know not as many people are excited for Redfall, but, you know, Starfield was Xbox's game. Starfield was that competitor to Sony's, um, you know, God of War Ragnarok. And yep. without that, you now have Sony in the full in the full limelight for like, mm-hmm. OK, you know, for for the season here, we have PlayStation's big game and Xbox doesn't have anything, which is kind of. And like it has something, you know, the, to, to my surprise, probably Scorn will, you know, rate 10 <laughs> out of 10 on all sites going as a masterpiece. And then I'll be forced to play it. But of yep. uh, until that day happens, it's just a matter of. It, it, ju- it just really does suck to see, you know, Xbox kind of be like here. OK, we have to put off all of our exclusives for another year where 2023 will probably be a really good year for Xbox. But, you know, it's it's always about what's the hottest console and what people want during the holiday season. And what you release during the holiday season is what people matter and care and care about. You're not going to have that with Xbox. With PlayStation, you at least have some, you know, 14-year-old kid going, I need the new God of War in a PS5. Yep. At least you're going to get it, but uh, you're not doing that with Xbox and Scorn, most likely. Yeah, and I know we don't have E3 this year, but um, I know Xbox has a some sort of conference in June um, online. But I can just imagine them behind closed doors being like, OK, what else can we push out this year? Like who who can get it done this year? I, don't, I mean, even if that means throwing extra help at them, but like I can just imagine them being like, we got to have something um, to show at this conference. And I'm sure they're going to show Starfield at this conference yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, it does kind of suck that the one thing everybody was looking forward to as an Xbox exclusive is not there. Yeah. And hopefully, and like, hopefully Xbox will eventually like come back from all of this and, you know, have a great 2023, but with, with consoles now ever more, you know, looming still in a shortage and everything like that, there really isn't many people going, you know, what game do I have to get an Xbox series X for? Cause yep. right now. There really isn't any, if you ask me. And, you know, Halo was great, but Halo really died off. Unless you love the multiplayer, then, you you know, you love that game. 
other than that, you know, for, for Xbox exclusive games, you've got Psychonauts 2, which is a good game, but also kind of niche. So mm-hmm. and Forza, Forza, which, you know, is the best racing game, but also not yep. everybody likes racing games. So there's, you know, they, True. they definitely excel in what seems to be. Uh, I, uh, I'm just trying to think excel in almost more niche games than what everybody would know, like, you know, X, you know, Sony is Spider-Man and God of War and everybody knows those series. But uh, Xbox is like, yeah, we got we got Forza Horizon 5, the best racing sim that you, you know, the best racing game out there right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, tying into that, like I alluded to earlier, um, it appears that there is a Gears of War collection uh, similar to the Master Chief collection coming out this year. So it got kind of leaked. Um, it's all pretty much but confirmed. It's supposed to be coming out this year. I would assume that's probably one through five um, remastered, I would hope. Uh, but I mean, I guess that's at least something for them to show at the conference. Right. And be like, all right. I mean, Master Chief Collection started out rough, but I feel like it's very well received now. And I wouldn't be opposed to playing through Gears of War again if it's updated. Yeah, I think so, too. I am. I didn't know about this one. I didn't see it. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear about more Gears of War. I always liked Gears of War. It was kind yeah. of the most fresh third person shooter that I thought there was. And I also just like how it's kind of this dystopian type thing. So, you know, I would be excited to play, you know, the classics like one, two and three again. You know, we had our fun with Gears five. Yeah. You yeah. know, the open world is kind of a drag of in a way but the parts where you are doing something in that game are a lot of fun and hopefully that collection also comes out with a teaser for whatever they're for whatever they're doing for six here but uh you know we have yet to see that yet or have any (laughs) news about it either so uh you know it's a big hope and my hopes are hopefully uh reciprocated by xbox yeah All right, next up on mine, and it's not exactly the greatest uh, story, but if you haven't heard, there was a shooting in Buffalo and a shooting in Buffalo for a grocery store that killed 10 people and the victim. Sorry, not the victim. The murderer is charged with a racial crime. The reason it kind of connects to gaming in a way is that apparently this man hosted a discord asking about supplies. And also it was streamed on Twitch for about two minutes before being mm-hmm. shut down. Uh, I just think, you know, it, you know, words can't describe like how messed up all of this is, especially in this day and age. And, you know, I can only offer, you know, condolences to the people of Buffalo and the people affected by this. But the fact that. You, you know, streaming it to Twitch is the weirdest thing. Like it, it almost seems like he wanted his like five seconds of fame. Yep. From Twitch. And then and then it ended, you know, Twitch did a good job considering all of the live streams that probably are hosted on there to get it down in two minutes. But it is it, it is a roller coaster and how, you know, big things like Discord, which are not only used for gaming, but for like hobby discussions uh, end up being used in this manner. And you would think that maybe you know, Discord may need to start doing something about that, you know, or at least, you know, um, reporting it to the FBI about, you know, OK, somebody's asking about, you know, all this stuff. And I imagine that so many people say so many things on Discord that it'd probably be impossible to do, to right. be honest, because it is such a huge app and so many people use it. But it is terrible to see, you know, apps that, you know, we use and love like Discord and Twitch somehow and more discord than twitch some you know be involved in in this kind of you know terrible event that it was but yeah it it sucks yeah and that's like right on the heels of another shooting in milwaukee right that happened after the basketball game um yeah it's unfortunate um again like you said i guess give i will give some props to twitch for finding that quickly and shutting it down Obviously, that's going to end up floating around the Internet probably forever. Um, and that's probably what he was looking for uh, was his five minutes, two minutes of fame. Um, but, yeah, I think some sort of better version of patrolling Discord might be needed um, to try to catch some of this stuff. Uh, I don't know how that's for somebody else a lot smarter than me to figure out. 
but uh, I feel like it's going to be needed. Yeah, and I just I just hope that, you know, at least because I haven't heard any like statements from Discord or anything like that. So I just hope they come out and say, you know, yeah, you know, I don't know if they can even say anything, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know what they would do, but yeah. hopefully they just come out and say, yeah, maybe we're maybe they're working on, you know, maybe doing joint stuff with the FBI when this stuff happens, because we already have stuff like this that happens with, you know, Venmo with suspicious transactions or, you know, texting people gets reported to the FBI yep. um, with with stuff like that. So maybe we just need to see these kind of parameters on Discord as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, switching to, I guess, I mean, obviously happier topics back to yes. games here. Yeah, um, we had a leak of three pictures, images of Silent Hill characters that were immediately copyright strike by uh, Konami, which pretty much all but confirms that we got another Silent Hill coming. Um, whether or not that's the one we want, you know, we all looked at PT as, you know, this is the next Silent Hill. I don't think that's what we're going to get, but I'm all down for a Silent Hill as long as uh, you are down to play it and stream it. I will have to see. I know, I know so many people's opinion on Silent Hill matters on how I play it, much like with much yeah. like with Resident Evil. But uh, we'll see. Like the thing about Silent Hill is, it seems like the horror factor of everything I've seen for Silent Hill is like ramped up to ten, and that is yeah, eleven. Not, yep. Yeah, not in my wheelhouse. Where yep. at least for Resident Evil, it was kind of like, okay, here's the the scariest part, and then you know you start to get back into a mixture of it all. But yeah, it's straight we'll, horror. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I, I can't promise anything, but, <laughs> you know, pe people want to see me play it and maybe I'm willing to suffer myself. I mean, what if what if you streamed it only during the day with all the lights on? I don't think that's I don't think that stops anything. <laughs> it's, it's not Silent Hill. Yeah, it's Silent Hill. Like there, I don't think there's any stopping it. It's all about that content, though. That's what the whole world revolves around is that exciting content that you can bring. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. When it comes to me being a scaredy cat. Uh, next up on my end is a strange one, but the Halo TV series, you know, hasn't gotten a lot of talk about, you know, it's not exactly the greatest TV show in the world, but they kind nope. of changed the lore of Master Chief where he's now, you know, become Internet Giga Chad and <laughs> lost his virginity in nope. episode eight. I don't know how they get away with this, <laughs> to, to be fair. I know they worked with 343 on this series. So a part of me is just like, yeah, and even somebody who isn't known into the full lore type thing, they even say it in the, they even say it like in the show that like Master Chief has like these emotional sensory like downgrades that make him yep. not sexually active at all. Like he doesn't think about it, he, you know, that kind of thing. And the fact that the show now has done a complete 360 and now it feels the need to change Master Chief to, you know, not being a virgin anymore yep. is so, so strange. Yep. Um, I for me and I'll talk a little bit about the Halo TV series here. I've gotten four episodes in and I can't tell you why anybody would watch it. I am not even remotely interested in it. And every episode I watch is supposed to be an hour, but it feels like three. Yep. Like it, it like there is nothing of emotional stance or anything or action wise going on in most of these episodes. And I get that it's trying to world build and set up other characters for other seasons. But how do you how do you make this show interesting? Halo, you know, Master Chief and Halo are known for these big action set pieces Halo 2's, you know, escaping the, I don't know, the arc or whatever, you know, yep. um, scene, cut scene. There is Halo 3 where, you know, the ring's blowing up. Like, there is so much going on in, in Halo. Why didn't you just do something fun and do something cool? Instead, they're trying to go with this Game of Thrones sci-fi political show where... You know, Dr. Halsey is worried about funding for the chief program and stuff. And it's like, it. it, it what are you even doing? Like, yep. uh, and I know, like, I kind of cut to the TV show area a little bit here, but <laughs> it it is really hard to watch Halo. Um, 
I've mustered through four of it without really any explanation as to why, and maybe I'll continue it, but the Halo TV series, like, it's just one of the most boring pieces of media I've watched in a long time. And I yeah, like it, Halo. I, it's, it's, I, I truly believe it's the show and not like the, the, um, the lore it's based off of. Like, it's just. Yeah, I mean, I felt like that, that first episode, um, they did an okay job, right? Like, they kind of throw in you throw you into action right away and you're you when you're watching it like all right you can tell this isn't like a huge budget show but it looks fairly accurate to what you would expect from a halo tv show and then after that it just goes to boring town everywhere and like the next three eight four episodes are just extremely boring um i don't know how they managed to just take everything we know about master chief and throw it out the window like the fact that he's constantly taking his helmet off which he never does. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the sexuality thing is weird. Like I'm literally hate watching it at this point, but um, it's, it's, if not the worst, one of the worst TV shows I've seen this year for sure. It's awful. Um, yeah. I don't know how three, four, three, like greenlit this story. I don't understand what they were thinking unless they didn't have as much say as we think they do. Yeah, uh, unless like the 343 credits are just the fact that, you know, they're using 343's characters in Halo like that. That had to have been what they did, because I they did a good job with Infinite um, Mm -hmm. 343. I do think Halo Infinite's a good game, but I, I like this is kind of dragging their character into the ground. It feels like in a way, you know, you have people who. If you've played Halo, this isn't your Master Chief. Like, these two Master Chiefs are completely two different people. Yep. Like, the helmet thing, the part where he, they show his ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> I... Why? I, I, I don't get what why they feel the need to, to do it. Because, you know, what made, I think, him cool is that even with the helmet always on, he has these weird emotional portions with Cortana. And mm-hmm. it takes four episodes to get to Cortana. And <laughs> yep. it's, yeah, like, I, I know we got into it early, but the Halo TV show series is this mess that, like, to be honest, I hate trying to judge through because yeah. the, the TV show sucks for me. But I, you know, there are like two good episodes so far. So maybe they decide to make a, you know, a good episode later. But at this point, I just don't know why they didn't stick to, you know, almost a, I hate to say it, but like an NCIS type thing where, you know, it's they go out on a mission, Master Chief and his squad do his thing. They come back and then it's, you know, rinse and repeat. I feel like that would have been a lot more fun than Mm -hmm. this weird socio political take on sci fi. Yeah. Yeah. It it honestly feels like a random TV show that got Halo slapped on it. Yeah. Like like it was a script already written. And they're like, oh, well, we've had this Halo thing for a while. Why don't we just change the main character to Master Chief and go with that? That honestly is what it feels like to me. It's just a mess. Um, All right. Let's talk about another TV series real quick. Uh, Alan Wake is getting made over at AMC into a TV series. So not only do we have a game coming out, which we'll see on that one since it's not a typical (laughs) Alan Wake game, but we're also going to get a TV show. Now, if they mess this one up, I don't know how you mess this one up because the game has always been set up as a TV show anyway. It was literally split into episodes. You play episodes. So, like, it's right there for them to follow. And I don't know how they mess it up, but I say that and they probably will find a way. But I am excited to see them do it. Yeah, Alan Wake, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where it feels like I and I hope it translates well, kind of like how I hope that The Last of Us will mm-hmm. translate well into a TV series as well. But we'll have to see because both of them are yet to come out. I do think The Last of Us show is actually set to come out later this year. Yeah, I think um, it's in the fall or something. Yeah. So, you know, I hope we get a good video game adaptation out of that. But it's good to hear that Alan Wake, a show that is kind of meant to be played episodically, we'll probably get that treatment as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Next up is, and this kind of doesn't have to do with video games, but uh, the football schedule for the NFL was released. 
and the Los Angeles Chargers released an anime like music video type thing for their <laughs> uh, schedule release. And, you know, Barry's anime corner here. It's just really funny and really carefree. Um, there are hints to, you know, Mecca, One Piece. There are so many kind of hints to other anime going on. And it's just it's just really fun and carefree. I can't I can't express enough that like, you know, anime again is something that's more accepted in, you know, the United States and the Western and, you know, the West, the West here. So it's just nice to see this kind of thing where the the Chargers media office went, yeah, let's greenlit this. And it has five point three million views on Twitter. I can only imagine what it's doing on other programs there. So all power to them. It is really charming and funny in a in a way and they poke fun at like the falcons calling them the awful house it's yep. uh it, it's pretty good yeah i'm skimming over it right now it almost feels like the media person is an anime fan and he snuck this through yeah that like that's <laughs> but it's well done so like hats off to them for trying something different and you know being willing to honestly take a big risk because i mean they could have got just absolutely booed out of the, you know what I mean? People are like, what is this nonsense? But it was done well and they have a viral hit on their hands. So good for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we have uh, a confirmed date for the dead space remake, January 27th, 2023. Are you going to stream this one? Yeah, I will. <laughs> okay. I will stream. I've played Dead Space. I really yep. love Dead Space. And yep. despite the fact that this game probably will be scarier than the original, I'll I'll st I'll still play it. I it, I I just hope that it keeps like more of the fun that Dead Space 1 had with like the shooting mechanics, cutting off the limbs, yep. enemies crawling. It needs to keep that core because they can make it scarier. I'm fine with that. But if they change it to where it's this more like, let's say, Silent Hill type game, I feel like it's going to lose like the part of it that made it Dead Space was this kind of, you know, fun shooting mechanics that they had and all the different types of guns that you got that were kind of primitive, but also advanced in a way. So, it, you know, the the the, the one that shoots out chainsaw discs, you know, it's <laughs> it, it's. Yeah, it's been seen yep. before, but I always loved shooting that thing. Yep. So, it, you know, I just want them to keep what made Dead Space, you know, Dead Space. And it's not just the horror that made yeah. it that. And I just played through the first one like two months ago, I believe. Mm -hmm. I started playing the second one, then something else came out and I forgot about it. But um, I feel like we have to see something this summer, right? Like as far as gameplay. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely think we will. And Do you think we see it at the Xbox conference or Sony's conference? I wouldn't be surprised based on how like Xbox doesn't have any really yep. anything that and it's EA. Yeah, that that they go and show it off on Xbox. Yeah, uh, they so have a, I, they have a good relationship with Microsoft now anyway, EA. Yeah. So I would feel like it has to be Microsoft's. Yeah, but just remember, it won't be exclusive, so it, it really it really doesn't matter anyway, unless like unless they're going to provide some like free stuff that comes with it, which I don't think they will uh, yeah. like probably both the PlayStation PC and Xbox versions will all work very similar. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Last up on my list. And I'm not sure if we talked about it last week, but the Gotham Knights uh, cancels the PS4 and Xbox one exports. You know, I've had a couple different takes on this one. It does suck because it's still, it's still hard to get the, uh, the next gen consoles. But it's also like we've been supporting now the next gen consoles for two years. I I would personally like to see more developers go. These games are made exclusively for yep. like the PS5 and Xbox Series X. And I, I have a feeling like that hasn't happened yet because of the way the market is right now and how you can't get some of these consoles like willingly right now. So with that being said, you, you know, Maybe we don't see it for another two years, but at this rate, who knows when these consoles are going to be, you know, readily available to people because right yep. now they aren't still, you know, you still really can't get a PS5 Xbox, as I will admit, have been easier yeah. um, to get. But 
Sony's done a really good job of like rewarding people who play their consoles, like especially like they're all at least from my knowledge, they're at least once a week doing that queue thing where you buy it directly from Sony and you have to link your PlayStation account to it. So it's much less. So it's a lot harder for scalpers to get their, you know, products unless they, you know, make an account and actually play on it a little bit. Right. Or, so, you know, I, I feel like while Sony hasn't done a good job of getting it out to retailers, they've done a good job of, maybe trying to keep it out of the hands of resellers. Yeah. And uh, I'm all for them going just next gen because I like to see like, let's really push what a game can look like. And you can't do that when you have to put it on the last gen consoles. Yeah. I will say though, that like my wife was angry when I told her because obviously I have this series X down here with me. She still has the Xbox one X upstairs. Yeah. Um, so she can't play it up there, but like, at the end of the day, I think it's the right move. I think, like you said, two years in, I think it's about time we start doing that. We don't have to completely cut off last gen PS4 and, and Xbox, but we got to start heading in the newer direction or else we're not taking advantage of the, you know, the consoles that we have. Yeah, like we're not taking advantage of the 4K 120 yep. frames a second because you barely see any games that support that right now, even. Yep. So and I think that we both agree that it has a lot to do with how Uh, like how the climate is right now. And I think that Gotham Knights can afford to do this because Gotham Knights, like, and to be fair to Gotham Knights, isn't this crazy hyped game. You right. know, I could imagine the backlash if Hogwarts Legacy did something like this. Yeah. Um, because there are millions of people excited for that game and arguably probably the biggest holiday game that mm -hmm. there will be this year. So I still think we'll see, you know, the big time developers always support all of the consoles in the best way they can. But more niche developers like of and not that. Not that the not that WB games is niche, but Batman is necessary and it's, it's not even a Batman game, let's be honest. Right. So you have a whole bunch of minor super, you know, superheroes in it where people aren't going to go, I want the new Batman game or like I wanted you're not going to want this game because you're playing as Batman. You're playing this game because you're interested in the other characters and the Court of Owls and that kind of thing. So I right. feel like this game can probably get away with it without, you know, uproar, I guess. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's probably a, a right one to try it out on. Yeah. And, and then the last thing I have, which uh, I did post this on the Instagram earlier, but EA is ditching FIFA and we're going straight to EAFC. Um, I think it's cool. I think it's about time for a change. FIFA doesn't really have the best track record, right? So, I mean, bring it on. FC is kind of cool. Yeah, I just don't know what this is going to change, if we're being honest. Like, right, just the name? <laughs> well, it, so EA has been paying for FIFA's licensing, so they get things like the Champions Cup name and the Champions Cup right. theme song. They get, you know where pro evolution soccer wasn't allowed to have the premier league. Like they literally named their other teams, other names. That's what Pez did mm -hmm. with the English teams. So I kind of wonder how that stuff is going to go. The licensing stuff. Cause when you license FIFA, you get everything that right. comes with FIFA. So where is, what are they going to do with, you know, are they going to let them use the Premier League team names and use the Premier League announcers and the whole atmosphere type portion of it with that? Or is it going to be the same type of thing that Pro Evolution Soccer had to do? And you're making up team names that are England, but it's like North London, South London um, and like other strange names that, you know, you really only know it's like Chelsea or Tottenham because the player looks like, you know, either Harry Kane or, or you know, uh, and Godo Conte, I'm pretty sure yeah. he still plays on Chelsea, but sorry, don't quote me on that. Or Christian Pul <laughs> uh, Pulsic, who plays for US as well. So the thing is, is that game makes so much money internationally. Like they're probably just going to name it FC and then still ship out the same thing every year. Yeah. So I, 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 I was just thinking about that. Like uh, they can't afford not to have the names in there, right? Like they got to have the team names. They got to have the actual names of the players and their likenesses or else they're not going to sell this game. So the team, so the, 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 the players names were never an issue. It was more the team names okay. that were an issue between Pez and the whole licensing of stadiums as well was like a right. thing. Cause 
and you kind of notice this too in FIFA games when you play all these other leagues. Like there is a difference in the way EA presents Barclays Premier League almost and they're kind of like the biggest soccer league to be honest right, right. compared to how they present the MLS games in that game. So now is it going to be kind of the same type of thing is what I have to wonder. Right. Okay. Yeah, I guess we have to see what exactly happens. If it's just a strictly name change or if we start seeing some stuff that people maybe aren't huge fans of start losing that immersion. Yeah, and we're going to see it at E3. We're going to see yep. what this new FC game maybe has to offer. You know, I, I've been wanting FIFA to do something drastic for a while, or I should say, you know, EA Sports FC. You know, yeah. I've been wanting them to do something drastic for a while. Maybe now that they don't have the money from FIFA to be spending, maybe they spend it more on the game. Yeah. And I guess yeah. that's what we might have to hope for. And I guess just like side note, worst case scenario, I think uh, FIFA 22 is free right now if you have PlayStation Plus. Correct. So I it mean, is. at very least, at least grab that. So if this next one is bad, at least you can go back and play that one, I guess. Yeah. And the FIFA community is great with roster updates. You can mm -hmm. after the transfer market goes through about three days later, you can find a roster that has all of the correct players yeah. on it where. You know, that's the benefit of a huge international crowd that FIFA has, or, you know, sorry, EA Sports FC has. <laughs> it's going to take a while to stop calling it It's going to take FIFA. years to not yeah. call it FIFA. So, People are going to be going in saying, I need to pre-order FIFA. And the GameStop yeah. employees are going to be like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> FIFA, you mean EA Sports FC? Yeah, sure, that, whatever that is. The <laughs> soccer <me> that. game. <laughs> and then they go soccer, and then the GameStop employee goes, oh, you mean football? And it's like, okay, that's... <laughs> we just did a whole scenario i'm sorry gamestop employees if you're listening but uh <laughs> i can see like the anger that would happen yeah no i want fifa yeah you want ea sports fc no i want fifa yeah yeah ea sports fc <laughs> and then they have to explain what happened why it's not called yep. fifa anymore and it's more <laughs> yeah it's more fun than anybody wants i'm sorry but, retail uh, employees in advance yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> where's the new fifa game you mean this FC FC sports right here. That's what it is. That's what it is now. It's going to happen. No, nah, nah, that ain't it. Where's FIFA 23. And then you're just going to look, I'm going to look at the ground and just shake my head. <laughs> so that's going to be it for uh, news this week. We definitely spent a lot of it, which there were bigger news uh, for games and movies. That's where uh, it's kind of been a dry spell mm -hmm. for me lately. But what I can say is the new game I played is Euden Chronicles rising. Hey, me too. The prequel game. It's on Game Pass, so you should, yeah. you know, you should try this game. But also, like, my announcement is within the next one or two weeks, I'm going to have Horizon Forbidden West done. Hey. I literally played that game for nine hours yesterday. Oh, I am, my God. I am. I am playing it like I played like The Last of Us 2. You know how I beat that in an entire weekend? That's what yep. I'm doing with Horizon. You're uh, fully bought into that game right now. Yep. It was the biggest name in my backlog that I had to take care of and. This thing, it's it's going to be done within the next one or two weeks. So expect a spoiler episode on that soon. OK, yeah, I also played that. Uh, I mean, is that what's the correct way to say it? Eludin e Chronicle. It's I the worst name ever. You. Yeah. And, it, I, and I, <laughs> I also played Infernix, but um, we need to talk about the other one, no matter how you say it. Eludin, Eludin Chronicle Rising. Yeah, Eudin. Yeah, I think it's Yeah, there's no okay. L. Euden. So, Euden. Pretty okay. sure. So, uh, Euden, uh, Chronicle Rising. It's this weird Xbox exclusive game that is available on Game Pass. It is a prequel to the game that's Euden Chronicle 100 Heroes. Something sure. like that. So, this is a prequel <laughs> to it. And I'm kind of glad it's a prequel because I kind of have no idea what's going on. Yep. But it is a 8 bit side scroller that has RPG elements, but plays like a 2D fighter beat em up. Yep. Uh, would you say that's correct in the, that's in the assessment a there? Very accurate description. Uh, overall, this game surprised me in a good way. Mm -hmm. I think the combat is fun and responsive. I think the characters are a little bland, like, you know, the. No voice acting. Yeah, no voice acting, which really yep. drags it like it, it yep. can really drag sometimes when it because of no voice acting. And that's what I feel like, you know, 
Fire Emblem learned with having voice acting, uh, triangle strategy, you know, like these eight bit games can afford voice acting. You know, you can you can do it and have it make sense. But the game starts off in this strange way where I'm collecting stamps and I see that I have to collect like 40 or 50 stamps. And a part of me is wondering, am I going to have to do this? Like, is this what this game is? Luckily, it does start to unveil itself (laughs) um, five hours in or five or six hours. But I I feel myself playing and coming back to this game because it's it's fun. The combat is a decent amount of fun. You're able to. You know, it's side scrolling beat em up, so you kind of have these combos that your characters do, but you can link your combos between characters. And that's like really satisfying. I love like being able to do two hits, switch to my other character and link these combos together and ends up creating like a very flashy, fast paced combat. And I surprisingly enjoy it. What about you? Yeah, I I saw like majority of the reviews weren't too high on it. Um, I was in the same boat as you. I think the beginning is a rough um, specifically because it's all text. There's no voice acting. It's a lot of text. There's a lot of talking. You, You take. Uh, what you would consider a side quest and you do see all those stamps and you're like, Oh my God, am I going to be doing this for the next 20 hours? But luckily you do not. Um, But yeah, I think that intro is going to turn a lot of people off. I think the first couple hours is going to turn a lot of people off, but I agree with you that the combat is good enough that it kept me wanting to play, even though I was kind of just like mashing through the talking at the beginning. Cause I'm like, I I don't care. This is too much. It's like, hey, go collect some wood. All right, come back and have 10 minutes of dialogue. I don't care. Um, But yeah, I think it feels good. I think it looks nice. Um, Yeah, I don't know where this game came from, but I haven't looked to see how long it is. I'm assuming it's fairly decent. Nope, it's a 12 hour game. Okay, so it's not too bad. Yeah, for me, I for me, like I'm six hours into it. I I don't feel like I'm halfway through, to be honest. I do feel like I could be getting there to like the halfway point. But the it's supposed to be 12 hours. It's not supposed to be a f- that long of a game. It's just a matter of I really wish they streamlined the whole kind of upgrading thing mm-hmm. where I have to go to a certain area to do all of these upgrades and I need to go to a specific one for the blacksmith who upgrades my weapons, a specific person who get who does my outfits, a specific person that does the potions, a specific person that does the armor like it is. Like there are so many stores in it and I appreciate that there's not like a ton of choice, so it's not too overwhelming, but it's a matter of after every mission, I'm like going back there and spending like 10 minutes trying to figure out, okay, like I need to upgrade this and this character gets better. And then there's a new ability in which I have to learn and switch to the next person who now has a new ability also. So it's kind of a, it's a little bit rough, I think with the hub area that, that they, that I really wish you could do some streamlining, but when you're in combat, you're, you know, you're breezing through levels. And I like that. I like that the levels don't feel half an hour long. Like you can kind of get through one in 10 minutes and be like, okay, I feel accomplished. Yeah. And do you feel like, at least for me, the combat kind of felt like Ori a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. Do feel with Ori. Exactly. That's like the first thing I thought of when I first started, I was like, Oh, it's kind of like Ori, but yeah, it definitely has some heavy RPG elements thrown in there. Um, the story, I think, is kind of forgettable, right? I don't think it's as anything of, spectacular. As of right now, yeah, the characters kind of are very on track and simple-minded in a way. Right. And again, this is a prequel, so I'm not sure what the plan is. Where's the other for... one at? Like, what console was it? Oh, on? It, it's 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 going to be on Xbox. Oh, okay. So the, okay, so the, gotcha. Yeah, See, I don't the, know anything about this series at all, so neither do I, because like yeah. when you first look at it, you think of it as a turn based RPG, because that's what it right. looks like. That's what all these eight bit games end up turning out to be yep. or this kind of weird indie experience, I should say. But when you open it up and you're like, oh, it's not first person, like it kind yep. of is this surprise that intrigues you. And, you know, it's it's I plan on finishing the game and it's just a matter of, OK, what is this set up for for this hundred heroes game right yeah i'm interested to see where it goes i think as of right now i have plans on finishing it because again there's not really anything coming out for i don't think anything this week coming up so i mean it's probably the perfect week to kind of hunker down and get it done yeah exactly i'm i'm 
I'm hoping to do that and get Horizon. So we'll we'll, we'll see which one gets done first. <laughs> All right. The other one I played was Infernix, which is also on Game Pass. Um, when nothing comes out, you tend to kind of look at Game Pass and be like, what came out this week? Let me check that out. Yeah. Um, Infernix is a Metroidvania, um, but it looks like. I'm going to go with it looks like a 8 bit to so like a NES type game, okay. um, kind of like a Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, but I'm having a lot of fun and I usually hate Metroidvanias. Um, I just think it's like the for me, it's like a simpler concept where it's just like, yeah, 8 bit. So two buttons, your jump and your attack um, and just go at it and figure out where you're supposed to go. I think the art style works well. It is 8 bit, but they do some cool things to make it look better than it would have on like a Nintendo in the 90s, 80s. Um, so we'll see. I don't think I've ever finished a Metroidvania. I never finished Ori, any of those. So maybe this is the first one I finish. I don't know yet, but I'm going to give it a solid shot. So it, my plan is to try to get both of those games done this week. We'll see. It might be asking too much, but I like to set my goals high. Yeah, and I will say for next week, expect uh, like I, I've been seeing on Metacritic, this Rogue Legacy game is like one of the few must play games on PC that's in beta right now. OK, uh, I will have a review on that. I'm only really two hours into it, and I don't want to judge it just based off the first two hours. So Rogue uh, Legacy. Yeah, Rogue Legacy. You'll see okay. it. It's a must play on Metacritic. Okay. Uh, so we we plan on playing that because uh, a lot of people are streaming it and it looks pretty good from from what I have here. Uh, okay. rated 90 right now on Medicare. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Metroidvania or? No, it's a okay. roguelike type game. Oh, roguelike. Okay, gotcha. Okay. All yeah, that's all I played this week. Cool. So we're done with what we played. And then uh, movie-wise or TV show-wise, I kind of talked about how I've strudged through <laughs> four episodes of Halo. Ugh. Um, I really haven't watched anything else. Uh, okay. There are, there are a couple animes I'm watching that aren't, you know, of... Uh, you know, I I feel weird recommending them with them being so early in their season. So, uh, you know, maybe I'll have another anime corner some other time. But what well, you know, what did you end up watching? Friend? You don't want to rant on Halo some more? <laughs> I, or did I you get it all out of your system? I, I just don't know. Like, uh, so like one one thing about Halo is like and I can't I can't find one thing good about it. <laughs> That's... No, not at all. The first episode is like the only good thing I can find. Yeah. And I hear episode six is good. From, from what I know, but yeah. I, I can't I can't get into this whole like Quan or Quen storyline, like yeah. the girl who ends up getting saved by Master Chief, but then dumps off and then gets dumped off at, you know, this factory thing. Every time it skips to her, I'm just like, why would I why do I care? What <laughs> what is she going to do to, to further Master Chief's plot? It yep. would be one thing where, you know, and I guess I'm now back on a rant. It would Here be it one thing if they did something like they did with Halo ODST. Make it not about Chief. Make it about the Spartan program. Yep. And then introduce Master Chief later. Maybe I'm writing the script for the next season. I don't know. <laughs> but it is infuriating that yep. like this, it has the potential to be a good show. Like ODST wasn't the most like revered Halo game by any means, but it did something different in that it took it mentions Master Chief, but takes the glory away from Master Chief to a new squad that people can develop and also like have chemistry and everything like that. Like it was a whole squad that people like got to grow and like as you went up. But with Master Chief, it's always been the one man show, which one man shows other than like him and Cortana, like don't make a good TV show. And yeah. even I know that as someone who's not, you know, and I don't even write scripts. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not a movie going person, but you would think that, you know, a group of people would be a lot. There's more of a chance of likability than a one man show in Cortana like that. That's just how I feel about Halo. And I'm going to watch the rest of the episodes because I, I feel the need to trudge myself through it. And we had a YouTube comment a few weeks ago that says we should watch the Halo series. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is what he wants, but <laughs> like it's you're doing what I'm doing. You're hate watching it. And it's yeah, I guess it is because yep. I I so desperately am waiting for this show to give me something like that's what I wanted. Like this 
this is the scene where, you know, that maybe turns it all around. And who knows, maybe that if this show got greenlit for a second season, maybe there's a way for it to, you know, reel me back in or reel some of us back in with a better, better written storyline. Because they're going to hear all the criticisms, especially from us, of course, and yep. take that to heart and rewrite the entire script in in my mirror image. Yep. But we it this first season just isn't that. And, you know, like there's kind of a reason why all of the ads have stopped for Halo. Like yeah. before it came out on Paramount Plus, you had all the you had, you know, every NBA game. It felt like it was like, here comes the new Ma the Halo series. Watch it on Paramount Plus. Oh, you know Paramount Plus? You got to watch the new Halo series. Yep. And it's just this. It just stinks. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's just so bad. We it's so bad that I want to make like a separate category at the end of the year for just like biggest mess or something. I don't know. And it's got to be in there. But yeah, it's been uh I'm definitely hate watching it. It's I I feel like it extends my life when I watch it because it just feels like that hour is five hours. Exactly. So if you want your day to be extended, just watch Halo. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching Halo while doing laundry. That's, th <laughs> that's my laundry show is what it is. It's my yeah. background noise show. <laughs> Can't even keep my attention. I'm better at folding clothes when I'm watching Halo because I'm not paying attention to Halo. Yep, paying attention just, to folding laundry. You just hear stuff in the background and it happens to be Halo related. Exactly. <laughs> Um, all right. So I have been knocking out a lot of movies these past couple weeks. And this week was uh, it's like a bunch of movies and stuff just got like vomited onto all the streaming platforms. Um, and two of them are actually still in theaters, but you don't even have to go to the theater to see them. So uh, first one would be The Lost City, um, which is Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. That is still yeah. in theaters, but it's also on Peacock, I believe. I OK, that, or. It might be. No, that one's on Paramount Plus. The other one's on Peacock. Um, so I'll start with that one. Uh, not one that I would go see in theaters. I do think it's funny. Um, Daniel Radcliffe plays a great villain. And Channing Tatum is always Channing Tatum. And I don't know if you ever watched uh, Sandra Bullock with Ryan Reynolds, uh, The Proposal, like way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I have. I've seen My mom yeah. loves that. <laughs> yeah. Loves that movie. So I've like, seen it. She has a way of bouncing off of funny co-stars very well and she does the same thing with Channing Tatum here uh, Brad Pitt's in this movie as well and it's an enjoyable watch um, I don't know that it's something I'll ever watch again but like it's a fun weekend movie to put on and you'll enjoy your two hours with it so I would say for sure like you don't need to go see the theaters to it but like just stream it um, get a free you know seven day trial of Paramount and, then, and watch yeah. it yeah um, second one I watched, which is on Peacock, I think I'm getting them all confused, but that's fine. Um, also in theaters right now is Firestarter. Um, this is more of a suspense, not really a horror movie. It is a Stephen King book. And also it was a movie back in the day, um, has to do with a girl who has a special power where she can, uh, catch things on fire with her mind. Um, Zac Efron plays her dad and they're basically, basically trying to hide his daughter from a company that wants to take her and study her the normal stuff. Um, this movie is okay. Um, I don't think it's great. It's extremely short. Um, it's like an hour and a half. And I felt like you get to a certain point and you're like, Oh, Oh, we're, we're getting to the end already. Okay. It's very rushed. Um, I enjoyed it, but I feel like they could have done some more things with it. You basically get like three or four scenes with her showing what she can do. And that's about it. Um, but again, as a weekend movie, it's fine. Um, don't need to see it in theaters for sure. Again, get yourself another seven day trial of Peacock and, and watch that one. If it's and not then, included in your Xfinity package. Right. It probably is. So you don't even need to exactly, get a free yeah. trial. Just go watch it. Um, and then the last one, which is on Netflix, was Senior Year with uh, Rebel Wilson. And this is a it's a comedy. I don't it's not really a romantic comedy, but it is a comedy about a girl who is a senior in high school and she gets she falls while she's doing a stunt with her cheerleading team and she's in a coma for 20 years. She wakes up and she decides she wants to go back to school um, to graduate and become prom queen, that kind of stuff, finish the stuff that she missed. Um, I really enjoy Rebel Wilson a lot. I think she's pretty funny. 
and we haven't really seen her in a while. So it was nice to kind of, you know, see her get to do her thing again. Um, I like this one a lot. I thought it was very funny. I didn't expect it to be as funny as it is, but I was like, there's quite a few moments where I was laughing. I think part of it has to do with when she was a senior at the beginning, it's 2002 and I graduated in 2004. So like a lot of the stuff hits me. Like I remember all that stuff. Whereas like younger generation might not find it as funny, maybe. Um, but I still think there's stuff there that you'll find you'll get some chuckles out of. So out of all the three, I would actually recommend senior year the most, which is kind okay. of surprising for me. Um, but there's plenty of options there. And then I do have queued up for this week because they are they are available to rent uh, Morbius and Secrets of Dumbledore. So I'll have those both watched this week as well. Secrets of Dumbledore will be an interesting one for <laughs> both of us. Yeah, I'm uh, getting psyched up for that one. Am I going to be uh, doing my laundry for that one? <laughs> Is that no. a laundry movie? <laughs> no, you won't be doing you won't be doing laundry because I know your wife and I know how big of a Harry Potter fan. She's just going to force you to, to, to pay attention. That's what she's going to do. Yeah, I'll so, be like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be it for all we have this week. I appreciate everybody listening and uh, reviewing the podcast and sh- and, you know, on your preferred listening platform. If you're interested in emailing us or asking us questions, we have an Instagram, Twitter and a Facebook that you could email us on or message us on. Our email is high sensitivity podcast at gmail dot com. Other than that, if you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe. We appreciate it. Comment, you know what you think about the news, what your opinions are. I I'm on the, I am on that channel quite often. So if you're looking for replies or likes or want to have a talk, that's at least somewhat civil. Uh, <laughs> I, I can participate in, in civil communication. So uh, thank you guys for the support we are getting on those videos. It took me a while to get them done, but I'm glad I've started and I'm making a lot of headway on making those videos faster. And I'm going to try to make them better as we go along here. So thank you. It really does mean a lot to me. And with that, we're going to see you guys next time. See you, see you later.